TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and as always, I am here with the number one expert in health, wellness and longevity and today he is the fleeced of the fleecing victims of Australia. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Mm. Mr. Buzzcut. (laughs) Hello, PC. Geez, you speak some cacophony, I tell you, unbelievable. But I love it. Good on you. It makes it makes our job so much easier that you make it so lighthearted. And some people take it seriously. Some people, some people think, some people think that you're being fair dinkum when you say that stuff. But I know well, that. Shame on them for having no sense cheek. of humor. To anyone <laughs> out there cheek. who's offended by my little jibes that Damo can take. Uh, there's a lot in this conversation today, and I'm so wrapped that you have shared with me some pre-recording context because this conversation today is really going to get people in a really good way mm. tied up about longevity and community and trust and loving mm. thy neighbor and the consequences of not. But yes. before we do, we have got a number of really important shout-outs, and you, Mr. Labrador Golden Retriever, are going to love this shout-out. Okay. We have a long-time listener, possibly the first ever listener of 100 Not Out. Um, I'm going to say her name is Andy. It could be his name is Andy, but I'm pretty sure it's her name is Andy. Andy is on Instagram as Ancestral Habits. And um, we have not done much on social media over the years, except we have started an Instagram account called at 100.notout. We have. Andy in... And I'm going to say her. I'm so sorry if you're him. Uh, Andy, in her um, just great commitment to 100 Not Out, has followed us on Instagram and said in a, in a, in a story that we or, or, or she posted, I think she posted a story while she was listening to a podcast, said, love you guys, started listening in 2013. Wow. I said, that's amazing. Far out, 10 plus years. What's your name? We will give you a shout out. Yeah, she yeah. Said, Woohoo. My name is Andy. Over at, at Ancestral Habits on Insta, you guys are the best. So nice to make contact with you. I then sent Andy an audio message. I think I said, like, where are you in the world? And Andy said, how cool. I'm in South Carolina, oh, USA. Come on. And I'm like, Damo would be going. Yeah. 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 Love that. Love that. That makes me so happy. So happy. So to Andy, thank Thanks, you for Andy. being part of this community. It's very much a digital community because you are on the other side of the planet. We look forward to hopefully meeting you in the flesh one day. One Maybe day. we'll come over to the States or you'll mm. come and join us in Ikaria or Sardinia or we'll come over and just do something in Loma Linda, Damo. Maybe. Well, it's South <laughs> Carolina, so it's still a bit of a drive, isn't it, from, uh, right. from Loma Linda. California, but, you know, Carolina. You hitchhike, um, I'm sure. And one more before we talk about today's topic is a reference to a previous conversation we had about putting yourself first. Shout out to longtime listener, dear friend of ours, Jody. Now Robinson, congratulations mm. on the marriage, Jody. Yes, well done, Jody. And Jody messaged us recently on Facebook and said that um, 
we've got to be careful around this putting yourself first. She said, just want to reach out, pose a different mindset on your last podcast. Love what you said about Judy, who had um, been with us in Ikea and really recognized the importance of putting herself first and is living her best life and so on. And Jody said, but don't you think we live in a world now where everything is promoting putting yourself first? I get the oxygen mask thing and a mother has to look after herself to be able to look after her kids. And Jody is a mother. But seriously, this generation is so brainwashed by social media and advertising. Me first, love yourself. You deserve it. Buy now, pay later. Instant gratification, blah, blah, blah. Um, these young ones are so ridiculously entitled, in my opinion, and I feel it's almost impossible to compete with what society is teaching about self first. Just watch an episode of Maths to see what is considered normal. Um, I prefer the old. Big shout out, values. John Aiken there. Good yeah. mind of mine, John Aiken. <laughs> I prefer the old-fashioned values and mindset. Help a neighbour, support each other, cook a meal for someone, think of someone else. Mm. I don't know, maybe a bit more give and less take. Um, it's not just me; a lot of my friends feel the same way, and I really think this was a great conversation or a great point by Jody. And I also spoke to Judy, who was the subject of our conversation. And she said, I must admit, Marcus, when I listened to the episode, it did sound like it was a bit me, me, me. And I said to Jody, and I also said to Judy, and I'll say to everyone listening here, our intention on that conversation was to really reference the years and years and years of which people actually give to others first, whether they're parents, mums, dads, whether they're employees giving to their uh, bosses, whether they're employers just giving to their business, whether they're volunteers giving to their community. What we often find is if that is uh, 20 or 30 years down the track, there's a resentment of giving to everyone else and never really giving to ourselves. At some point, there's an expiry and people often go, what about me in the great, is it a Shannon Noll? Uh, so, well, you know, um, that song, you know, that song that we're talking about. Uh, what about me? Yeah. What about me? But I don't think that's Shannon. It is it's an old song. No, it's a cover. It's a cover. But oh, but it was made famous. Gosh, anyway, that's so nice. So, so the, now. the context of the conversation was: this is really if we've been giving to others for years, we have to master the art, retrain the muscle of putting ourselves first, and that's a muscle that a lot of people find difficult to um, strengthen and and put back on. So, just wanted to add that context before we kick off today. Well, good one, PC. I love that. And uh, good to have a bit of context and good on you for doing the shout-outs. We don't do enough shout-outs. There's a heap of people. There's a heap of people that we should shout-out. And we probably need to go into our Instas and look at all the comments and even um, yeah, even even onto Apple, you know, Apple, Apple Podcasts where they put comments and stuff and just do a little episode. You love that. that. You love that. Oh, so we'll do yeah. another one of them. That's now, Damo, you only got a haircut recently. This is the topic of our conversation today. Yeah. It's a lot deeper than a haircut. But Start the story because this is important, and we will talk about an important message in a in an in- entertaining, I would say, maybe a laugh a minute kind of way. But share with us what happened to you, oh fleeced one. <laughs> you know how I don't like injustice. Yes, oh well, yes, I do. Right. Well, I've been pondering that. You know, like what is it about injustice that makes me feel so cranky and cross? And well, why do I get so upset with it? And I think because it really rips at the foundations of trust and um, community and fairness and support and all of the, all of the things that I love about being in a space or having a space that um, envelops and includes people. You know, like that's for me. Like I love that. I like it today. Hanging out with a whole bunch of guys after golf, having lunch. It was I was like a pig in poo because it was just we're all laughing and having a great time. Unbelievable, so good. 
much the same as when I'm in practice. It's so much fun because there's a heap of people there loving and supporting and lifting each other up. Like it's all about, you know, caring and protecting. Well, what I've noticed recently, you know, and I think it's got a bit to do with the current climate, um, whether it's a financial thing or whether it's, you know, everyone just trying to get ahead or it's the last sprint in people's lives. It's my last decade, so I'm going to make as much money as I can. I just feel like there's a bunch of people just trying to fleece each other by just clipping the ticket. So it's as much as like having an app. You go to a, a pub and you sit outside and on the on the outdoor table is a little barcode that you scan and you scan this little menu barcode thing and up, up comes the ordering process. And then as you're about to click yes, place order, it says, will you leave a tip for the staff? And I'm like, hang on a second. Like the staff haven't done anything at this point in time. Like, are you actually asking for a tip before the food's arrived and before they've even said hello, um, or before anything's even taken place? So, like, and then if you do leave a tip, you pay um, a credit card surcharge on top on of the of the tip. And I'm like, nah, this is all too much. It takes all the fun out of it. Oh, flipping well, them a fiver, a tenner, a twentyer, the pineapple. Yeah, the joy you can't of leaving just, a tip yeah. is an. You know, it's your last opportunity to dodge the government, um, and you not have to, you don't have to pay tax. You know, like you just leave five bucks for the for the waiter or the waitress, yeah. and they get five bucks, and they're happy or ten bucks because they did a good job. You know, mm. good on them. Like, um, mm. it's but no, you know, now it's all about finger dipping. You know, just sticking your your fingers in the pot of honey and see how much you can grab out. So anyway. I got back. We got back, PC, from um, Ikaria and Sardinia, and you and I were buying coffees. We were buying two coffees, two waters for five euros. Couldn't believe it. We were, it was even less than that. It was four euro thirty. I remember it because we were like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's not expensive enough. It oh, should be more. And ask them, did you charge for two coffees? Did you charge us for two waters? Yes, yes. The waters were couldn't fifty cents it. for the bottle. Fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other day, I bought a liter of milk. Um, and the liter of milk is like three dollars ninety or something. Like a liter of milk, it's good quality milk, of course. I'm not going to buy the cheap stuff. It's no, you know, Coles the variety. Stuff's now not, probably three dollars fifty. I imagine. Not doing Coles variety, yeah. light skim stuff or whatever. I'm doing like proper good milk. And so I bought proper good milk, and then I went around the corner and I picked up a little one liter um, UHT of some almond milk, uh, which was actually on special for two bucks. Two bucks. Now. I say that because it's clear to me that cow's milk is more expensive than almond milk. There's less almonds in almond milk than there is cows in cow's milk. And so that makes kind of sense, right? So I rocked up the other day to the local coffee shop just around the corner. Um, after we just got back from from traveling Europe, <laughs> I just got a little dry throat. Hang on a second. I just got a- No, that's all right. Wet my throat. What, I, what I think you're about to say is that it's cheaper for you to buy the almond milk, but you've got to pay more for it when you're at a cafe. Well, that's part of it. And so I always, you know, laugh at the old golden latte that people might order. I think that's pretty funny. The turmeric, um, the turmeric latte. Turmeric latte. Why would you? And so then I um I can answer that question for you. Well, I ordered I know it's anti inflammatory and all that sort of stuff. But I um I ordered I took an order. I didn't even order a coffee myself this day. Like I, I said, oh, who wants a coffee? And so I was given a soy latte, a um, a like a like espresso, and a um, and an almond latte, 
and I got a little piece of biscotti, like a, a little, like a thumb size piece of biscotti. <laughs> nothing large about it, nothing small, no, nothing special, like apart from almond, soy, and then like an espresso. Um, what do you think that cost me here in Melbourne town, Sandringham? Three coffees and a biscotti. Yeah. I'm going to say an average of. Five fifty per coffee, sixteen fifty plus four dollars for the biscotti. No change out of twenty bucks, mate. You're right, twenty one dollars fifty. So I said to the barista, twenty one fifty. I said, what? I it's three coffees and a and a piece of biscuit. And he goes, yeah, three coffees and a biscuit, twenty one fifty. I go, mate, you're Italian. I just got back from Sardinia. And we were paying way less than that. I, I can't believe it. And I just reckon he made up the prices in his head. And I've been in there before and he's done different prices for the same order. And I've bought four oh. copies in the past and paid less than that. So um, at the same coffee shop, he says he's making up stuff. And anyway, so I'm being back to that shop um, and I'm never going back to that shop because of the way it made me feel. Anyway, a couple of days later, I went and got a haircut. So we just moved into the new neighbourhood. I thought, oh, I'm going to go. There's a, a, a little barber just around the corner. And I thought, I'll go to the barber. The buzz cut says 30 bucks. I'll go, I'll go to the barber, get a buzz cut. So I rock in. Um, there's another guy in the chair having his having his hair cut, and he's using scissors. And so it's a big, it's a longer cut. And the barber says, can you come back in 10 minutes? I said, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll come back in 10 minutes. So I'll go and you know, pick up some groceries, avocados at $3.90, a freaking avocado or whatever it is. And so I go and get my avocado. And then I come back feeling fleeced already. And I sit down, a bit grumpy, surly, big bottom lip. And um, the barber says, and there's somebody else there. And he goes to call waiting for the haircut, person. waiting in line for their haircut. Yeah, waiting in line for the haircut. So the the dude is about to finish with the snip, snip, snip on his haircut. There's another guy waiting, and I've turned up, and uh, and I go to sit on the chair as this other guy gets up. He goes, "Oh, hang on, this other guy's here." I said, "Yeah, but I was here first. And he said, "Oh, hang on a second. And he asked the other guy who's waiting, "Oh, do you mind if this guy goes first? He's just having a buzz cut." And I said, "But I was here first. He said, "You you went away." And I said, "But you told me to go." Anyway, so we're all off to a bad start. First time getting a haircut in this place, and. Um, Thirty bucks is what I'm expecting—a thirty-dollar buzz cut, as advertised. Yeah, as advertised, it says buzz cuts thirty bucks. It's on the sign. Anyway, so I sit down. Then I realise that he doesn't take cash. There's a little sign there: "We don't take cash." And there's a two percent surcharge for using credit card. I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, you don't take cash, and you're charging me two percent to use a credit card? How else am I going to pay you? Do I need to pay you in milk bottles, mate?" So then I, um, so he's buzzing my my. He says, "What do you want?" I said, "Oh." I have a double zero. He goes, okay, cool. So he's buzzing away, finishes the haircut in under seven minutes. And um, I said, thanks very much. That's great. Awesome. He shows the mirror at the back. I get it nice and neat. And he and I go to pay and he goes, 35 bucks. I go, isn't it 30 bucks? He goes, no, no, it's $5 more for a, a double zero. And I go, $5 more for a double zero? Why? And he said, because it takes more um attention it's it's harder like it's it's finer detail okay it's a buzz cut and he goes yeah 35 bucks i was like what so i'm not going back to feeling everyone surely everyone can appreciate this shock this is unbelievable so then just like everywhere i go at the moment i'm really sensitive to being fleeced you know whether it's the other day i went to the footy went to the mcg i'm going to tell you this story Mm. 
So I rock the the guys who I'm sitting with, my dad and my um, stepbrother-in-law. You know, we've had he they've had beers. I've had a cider. And I said, my shout, boys, I'm going to go. My dad goes, no, no, I'll go. He goes up and gets a couple of beers and a cider, comes back. Three-quarter time comes. I go, I'm going to go get a beer and, and I'm going to go eat your beers and a cider. They said, yep, no worries. I'm already getting grumpy with the umpire, so it's time to go. And um, I, I walk up the stairs, get to the bar, and I go, two beers, please, and one cider. And the guy goes, could only give you two drinks, mate. I go, What? Why two drinks? He goes, oh, because three-quarter time started, and from three-quarter time, it's only two drinks per person. I go, I'm not drinking them all myself. Like, it's a beer for my dad, a beer for my stepbrother-in-law, and and a cider for me. He goes, two drinks only. I go, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I, I buy these two drinks. I buy these two what drinks. What did you decide? What did you decide? I get the two beers. Yeah, you're so kind. Get the two beers. Pay the credit card surcharge because you can't pay cash. It's it's you know cash. It's credit card only. So I'm paying a surcharge on top of these for credit card because you won't take the cash. Anyway, I leave the beers literally on the counter with the guy, the pay the cashier. I go, can you hang on to these? He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm just going to get another drink. So I walk straight back in. I go to the guy, can I have a cider, please? And he goes, didn't you just order two beers? I go, yeah, but this is a different order. And he says, where's your two beers? I said. Over there, he goes. I can't. I said, "You can." So I bought three drinks just because they wanted to enforce the rules. I've gone, and I'm like, "You guys, seriously, rules and fleecing? It, it's it's tearing community apart. It's disrupting the fabric that holds us together." Like, can, does that mean that now I now can't buy a couple of drinks for me and my mates past three quarter time because there's a couple of buff heads? Who want to behave poorly at the footy? The other sixty thousand people in the crowd get punished because of a couple of buffheads, and so I feel like the fleecing thing and the rules thing and all this sort of stuff's going a little bit too far. And I know people must agree with me. Well, even just the common sense rule. I mean, one look at you would have seen that you weren't having a lot to drink. No. Um, and I think this is probably <clears throat> when we look at the coffee, when we look at the haircuts, when we look at the drinks at the footy, and again, all of our listeners more than happy for you to share stories in different contexts. It may not have been coffee, beer, or a haircut. It could have been something else. But we talk about this, and we we spoke about this before we recorded. From a longevity perspective, this is community, and this is what fractures community because Damo, who's moved to a new community, wants to support local, wants to give the new hair, new the barber his um, his uh, support, wants to get a coffee you know, at his local cafe, wants to support local. And when it's not reciprocated and it feels like rules for some, or it feels a bit, like you said, fleecing. It mm. doesn't gender any it desire. Feel good. No, it doesn't feel good. feel good. You just don't feel good. And and the whole thing about living a long time is not about taking more drugs. And it's not about, you know, having metformin could help you avoid diabetes. Like it's none of that, or maybe lengthen your telomeres. It's not that. Like the whole thing about living a long time is to improve your enjoyment, like to love the community that you're in, to be part of it, to have, you know, membership in it you know mm. and and being and feeling like you're just being taken for granted a little bit it just doesn't leave you wanting to be part of that and and yeah so i thought it's a good thing to think about you know like if you're if you have been fleeced you know maybe we've all got to sit down and sing kumbaya and think about how do we feel how do we make ourselves feel better about being fleeced um or if you're a fleecer 
maybe think about you know what that what the impact of that is another situation was i went to a, my previous barber that i used to go to it used to be 20 um 20 20 bucks for a buzz cut they put it up to 25 dollars, but if you paid cash it was 20 bucks so it's 25 dollars um and then they took away uh the five dollar discount and so it became 25 dollars just across the board but if you paid by credit card then it was now $27. And so it was 25 for cash or 27 with a credit card. And then they put the price up to 30. And so in the space of six or seven months, the price went from $20 to $30. So that was a 50% increase in the price. And I said, why is it now 30? They said, oh, inflation and the cost of wages. I said, but that's a 50% increase in it. So needless to say, I never went back there either. Yeah. But it and and so it kind as the prices went up, I got less and less haircuts. So I went from going every 10 days to every 14 days to once a month to then like now nothing. So over a 50% increase. And John D. Martini talks about variations of five to ten percent. We can handle it. Like a five to cent, a five to ten percent variation is not too big a deal. But when something jumps by so much or yeah. when it feels so ruthless or yeah. unjust, then it's really hard to handle. So I I'd just I'd say just think about it, you know, have a bit of a thought about what it is and your impact of those decisions. I love this conversation and I appreciate even though I, uh, and again, for everyone that knows Damo and I, I'm not having fun. I'm not making fun of this. I think it's a really important conversation. Damo is just, he's, I would say he's very good at sharing his experiences. And I thank you, Damo, for sharing them because this does cut to the core of what it means. You, you use the word engagement a lot. And I think this is what I just wrote down. It's like, do we feel disengaged in our community mm-hmm. because of this environment of an extra bit here? You know, um, good friend of mine who, you know, Ash Williams kind of made, makes a joke about charging a, a, a dollar extra for getting your coffee extra hot, you know, <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't take you any longer. It's like, dude, I've got to do it, you know, yeah. like uh, and yeah. you know, your, your coffee starts at $4.50 and then you ask for it three quarter full, that's an extra 50 cents. And then you ask for an almond milk, that's an extra 50 cents. And then you ask for an extra hot, that's an extra, you know, dollar. Yeah. And then you, oh, I don't know, decaf, an extra 50 cents. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's so true you know and then you hold so up true. your five dollar note they're like no it's more than that now and we don't take cash and it's like yeah. i just want to give you my money but you're making it so hard for me to want to give you my money which yeah. is making me enjoy living in my community that little bit less and if we have that one two three five ten times yeah it makes living life a lot less enjoyable and this is what why we feel quite strongly about it and i and i'm so glad you brought this up because Again, having just come back from Ikaria and Sardinia, it's like this isn't even a thing for them. They don't even have to consider it. It's just they'd be like, "You what, pun? Huh? Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. even get it. No, nah, like you pay understand. more than a euro fifty for your coffee, like but the. And as my mum would say, it only takes twenty cents to make, and th- yeah. twenty cents and thirty seconds to make. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It is amazing. It is amazing. So I think for me, like when we when we reflect on, you know, the way that sort of stuff makes me feel, like Amber actually says to me, you've got to do something about this because this is charging up too much. It's making you so angry. And maybe it is, but it's really just about the injustice of it, you know. Um, and, you know, I think growing up in Australia, um, I've always felt about you know that slogan of a fair go. Fair know. go. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Fair, fair go. Fair go. You know, fair like crack of the whip. Yeah, fair crack of the whip. And so for me, 
it doesn't feel like it's a fair go, you know, when this sort of stuff takes place. Um, it doesn't, you know, as the cost of everything's going up, to put your prices up forces the prices of everything else up. You know, at the end of the day, we're meant to be bringing the prices down. So when we hear about Commonwealth Bank making a $10.2 billion profit for a year when people are hurting with interest rates, when credit card costs are blowing out, when people can't afford to pay the gas bill, when gas prices are going up, when petrol prices are going up, when everything is going up and Commonwealth Bank reveals a $10.2 billion profit, I'm, I think fair go, guys. You know, come on, fair crack of the whip. That's a little bit steep. I'm all for profits. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a capitalist, capitalist. by nature, yeah. but I, I just don't like it when you're fleecing people and you are fleecing people. If people for 40 seconds dip into a negative balance in their bank account and you charge them $15 because they had an overdrawn account for a little bit of time, like give them – you know, give them, don't take the money out. Like if it's going to go overdrawn, like they've never given you permission to do that. So don't do that. So anyway, I think there's all that sort of injustice where people just try to go, oh, well, I'll grab some there. Oh, I'll grab some there. And because you're, <laughs> here's the other one. Here's the other one. I've got one more for you. I've got one more. Yeah. So the other day, um, there's a new um, yoga, there's a new Pilates studio um, opening up in our little community. And this uh, Pilates studio is also open um, in the Bayside suburbs of Melbourne, where I used to live. And so the Bayside suburbs um, are beautiful, like really, really nice. And to buy a membership there is $5 per class cheaper than it is to buy it in the suburb that I'm in. Um, and they're all allowed to use theirs over in, you know, the Bayside area, but my membership's not transferable to those ones, and they're not allowed to come into my area to use my one because this area here is now going to be considered another bubble, and they're charging more just because of the postcode. And so there's a postcode, like actually tax. properly a postcode tax. And I know the people that are opening these Pilates studios and I really, I love them, but I feel like even those people that I know and I would have called them friends, I feel like they're fleecing us because of a postcode. You know, it's not to do with the service. This is the cultural This is the cultural conversation. People think it's like it's kind of normal now that this is what you do, make it harder for people to do business with you. And this is, the change has to happen from within. We can go... You know, like you said, there's so many examples of of business owners, and yes, they'd all have their own reasons and so on. But we're saying, come on, guys, fair go, fair crack of the whip. And when I listen to you talk, a part of me is like, how good would it be for a lot of those business owners even to get? And I'm not telling you to write this demo, but for even the listeners, it's like just an anonymous letter explaining because they might be so unaware of their decisions and they are just not even thinking of what it is that they're doing from a local community sense that they have no impetus to change their behavior because they are not being, they, they, they're just simply not aware of it, but it's like a community thrives on accountability. Um, and we love it when we talk about in the longevity sense that the good old, it takes a village to raise a child is on the premise that if your child is misbehaving, your neighbor three doors down the road can actually tell off your child for misbehaving. And you like that because it keeps them accountable and it's like you don't have to be the only one looking over your child. And and we all probably have stories of being told off by our neighbor growing up 
depending on your age and depending on where you lived. But it's actually kind of a good thing um, as a parent when you like those neighbors and, and so on and so forth. And I think it's an accountability game that we are playing at the minute. And I love, Damon, that you've, that you've raised this. And I think I'd love to hear other people's stories because this cuts to the very core of our conversation around community and engagement. And so send them in, folks, on our Insta, which we will check more often. Damo and I have decided privately we're going to do week-on-week-off takeovers. So one week it'll be Damo, the next week it'll be me, the next week it'll be Damo, and neither of us will be that good at it, but we will be there. (laughs) It'll just mean that you can't blame anyone in particular. Yeah. Just blame us both. Uh, But we are at 100.notout on Insta. Damien, DamienChristoph.com, Marcus at MarcusPierce.com.au. Damo, as always, thank you for bringing this type of conversation um, up on the podcast. I've no doubt people uh, will love it. Um, and as always, thanks for your wisdom. Piercy, I just want to play a little song for you. Oh, oh here we go. What is it, Slim Dusty or uh, Timey Kangaroo Down? What have you got? Come on. It's been a wind down there. Wind there we go. Down there. They'll never ever see you from the top. Can you hear it? It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Who is the one about me? And on that note, we love you guys. Thanks for your message. Thanks for your support. And may the rest of your life don't charge too much. Be the best of your life. (laughs) Be the best of your life. (laughs) Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.